Mm, not, he's looking a little saber-toothy. I'm not digging that look a ton. There's some clean-shaven fakes where he looked good. But he, needs uh, some, he needs some wet hair. Yeah. <laughs> More wet. The solution for every wrestler. More wet and wavy. Wet that hair! Yeah. What was... I just elbowed this speaker. Oh. On this day. The speaker that my switch is on. Are that you my switch and is mine on. And mine. I don't and care about Get these switches out of here. We're canceling the podcast. Get this we broke three switches. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 40 and my name is Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with DJ Mandolini. Yo. And John Hines. Hello. And we're going again without uh, Randall this week, but uh, he should be back with us next week. He's got some family in town this week, I believe. But uh, yeah, we're just going to talk about some more (laughs) video games as per usual. Um, No cruises to talk about this week, although uh, I guess John's taking us off the beaten path again with... uh, Little video games and some exercise. We've talked about some Ring Fit Adventure on the podcast before, but uh, John and uh, his wife Lauren have been getting into it lately, and I think in a pretty serious way. Yes. Uh, Lauren got me Ring Fit Adventure for my birth or not my birthday, for Christmas. Good Lord. Close enough. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, and I apologize ahead of time because we are incapable of correctly calling it by its name we constantly say that we're gonna play we fit every oh. single time it's hard not like i came it's, over the other day and it's like even the the main like trainer character looks it's just like why is this not the we fit trainer i mean it's got to be the ring fit tip but, <laughs> yeah uh but yeah like lauren got that for me with like the incentive like i I don't really like doing, you know, typical workout videos. I get bored with them really easily. I don't like doing also the same workout videos over and over again. So like if I'm doing something where it's like, oh, you do this for like 30 days, like that is uh, awful. It's monotonous. It's really difficult. I'm, I'm also don't really work out very much. I can do some yoga routines here and there, but even that, yeah, it gets, it gets repetitive. Yeah. So she got this with, uh, the intention that like, Oh, you know, because there's the game element to it, like that'll be a good way to incentivize you to work out. And it started off with like, you know, she got it for me, like to do that while like, you know, she's way better at, you know, doing like different workout videos and things that you can do at your home. But, uh, once I started doing it, you know, I was like, you know, I'll set up a profile for Lauren as well. And what we've been doing basically for the past 10 days straight, uh, we've been doing like 20 to 30 minutes a day of just doing these workout levels. And it's been incredibly rewarding. Like also before I left to, uh, come over to record the podcast today she was doing a workout and was only at like minute 20 and i typically bring my switch over so that we can (laughs) play some games or go over some stuff before we record and she got a little upset she was like oh well great looks like i'm not going to be able to play my game (laughs) and throughout it's like well looks like i just need to get my own switch (laughs) and uh yeah we're it's been incredibly fun for someone like me who 
plays a ton of games and it's also been pretty accessible for someone like Lauren. Like, you know, there are certain mechanics in the games that are way more game than exercise. Like, uh, I had to help her like when you're navigating menus to like squeeze uh, smoothies out so that you can use them as like their health potions or your attack potions or even things like, oh, this uh, exercise damages multiple enemies and like the there are enemies that are weak to a specific type, things that were immediately clear to someone like me who plays a ton of RPGs or plays like, games in general and like to someone like Lauren who uh, like doesn't play games very often at all uh, like that was a little bit more confusing like there was one time that she was doing a uh one of the bosses and was just using the was just doing the exercises that she wanted to use to work out with like that was focusing and like at one point I was like, oh, if there are multiple enemies on the screen, this is the uh, attack that you should use because it does that. And because it was an attack that spread the damage out to a lot of different enemies, like it was weaker than one that was just attacking one. So she was just doing the boss with like the weakest attacks and it oh, took her no. so much longer and like like she had to like like guard against so much more attacks and like was just exhausted by the end of it i'm like i don't remember this boss being that hard yeah and then like i realized as like she's like selecting attacks i was like why are you choosing that attack and she's like why wouldn't i choose this attack like this is a good exercise so there are some things that if you're a person who doesn't play a ton of games like aren't necessarily like as evidence but at the same time like the game is really good at guiding you through uh specific things like even when you're choosing your attacks like you have like a loadout of this many attacks that you can do like that focus on your legs your abs or yoga uh, or arms and like when you're doing those like you can kind of tailor that towards what you're strong at and at at one point i was like oh man am i really oh, am i going to be like hindering myself by only choosing the ones that i like or the ones that i'm strong at but then like i would get into a level and the level would just be squats and like that's the main way that you're getting through the level i was like okay good like there are levels that are designed specifically to work areas that maybe you're not strong at so you just need to do them and i really think that that's a a really like smart level design choice that they did so that like even if you are doing stuff that is more tailored towards your thing they're still making sure that you're like doing a lot of more well-rounded workout like even beyond that just the fact that even if you you know fail at you know fighting a boss or whatever you're still getting that workout in like you're still for you're sure still getting the value you're buying the game for anyways yeah yeah and are there fail states like can you can you die in a boss battle or oh is yeah just, okay i've i've lost at a level and like there are also like kind of rpg elements to it where like i went back and just like grinded for a little bit by like just replaying a couple levels and getting you know a couple levels higher and gaining more stats and like more defense and more attack was that purely game related or was that like, was there any motivation of that from like, man, that exercise felt great. I want to do that again. That specifically was me just being like, I don't want to like go into a level and die again. Like, yeah. even though, yes, I am 
technically just doing another workout. Like yeah. uh, I don't want to work out for nothing. Right. But <laughs> it was, but like, honestly, like that little like reward that you get of just like moving forward in the story and like moving forward in like levels and getting better equipment, getting like more attacks. Like honestly, the uh, most satisfaction I get is when I get to another level and I unlock like a new exercise and like seeing that I'm being like, Oh, cool like this is a new thing that i can do so i I don't know i think it's really fun yeah i'm curious like once you beat the game how like they would entice you to keep playing like i'm very interested in that and like i'm that was also kind of a worry at least i think that the way that it's uh, kind of exponential in growth because like the first like couple worlds we beat in like the first couple days and i was like oh my god like are we going to like beat this game and like before like a month is out but like we just got to i think world five and the amount of stages in that world were just so many like three times as many as there were in like the previous one and then there are side quests that you can do and like some of those like were are just like oh here's a gym where you're doing like a mini game that's around one mechanic or like just like oh here's an item that you need to get from a specific area so i i think that they'll do a pretty good job of incentivizing that and honestly i could probably ramp up the difficulty on mine and then i would be mo- progressing slower through the game um so but like it offers a ton of range in difficulty as well like is that I'm, game difficulty or workout difficulty or both does both. it have like I, I th- sliding scales for both I, th- I think it is the kind of like inherently like tied, tied together to yeah. like i think just by a matter of like oh like this enemy takes more damage which takes more repetition so like you're going to just be more tired as you're going through each level um but like, yeah i'm at like my difficulty level is at level 20 and for one time like i was like oh let's bump it up a couple and like i bumped it up to like level 21 and that was too big of a jump and i was like this is a really granular like scale scale which i think is great like i think it does a really good job of like uh i i also think like the like controls are really responsive like there are times where like i'll botch a squat and it's and it doesn't do as much damage as it normally would and like you need to really get like your form right or your like repetitions down and like i think it does a great job of doing that does it give any sort of feedback about like how to do yes better so like that is what tip is who's basically the same thing as the we fit trainer but uh tip is this little like person who is always either on like uh, a quarter like left quarter of the screen or a little thumbnail in the upper and tip is always doing the correct form and it like shows it with a like, conjunction of where the uh ring controller is and where the like leg sensor is so like and you will get feedback based on like if you're not doing it far enough like and it is you know like and every single workout video, like, you know, there's the like person who's encouraging you and the like character that is the ring controller is always giving you encouragement. And it's a really positive game. I think it's even like when you're fighting the boss, the boss is never like belittling you for like, oh, you're weak or you're not doing it. It's just like the boss is always like, 
yeah, it's fun to be like the best at things. Like, <laughs> oh, I need to work out and be better than you. Yeah. So it's like the encouragement you get that like is like, oh, if like uh, you're not going far enough, like the like character on screen will be like, try moving a little bit further this way. It's like, but then it's like, but don't overextend yourself. And like, there's always like in like reactive notes that you're getting that are very encouraging. And I, I don't find it annoying and might be for other people, but I think that it does a really good job of like just being encouraging and helpful. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And I really it's, I think it's worth noting and I'm sure I'm sure Randall brought it up when we talked about it on the podcast before, too. But like the world is just like really vibrant, really colorful and bright like it. it I want to like play a regular game in this world, like nothing against the fact that it's an exercise thing. But like, I, I mean, like the game just looks compelling, at least to me, regardless of it being an exercise thing. So that's I, I do find it an interesting choice that they went with like an RPG skin yeah. on like a workout game. But Kind of cool that they're maybe kind of bringing people into gaming through this or vice versa, exercise through gaming. You know, it's it's pretty cool. I definitely want to check this out at some point. It is a little steep for me at 80 bucks, uh, considering I can, you know, I, even though it's a little bit of a trudge, uh, I can load up some yoga videos on on YouTube and, and plow through them. But, you know, if it ever goes on sale or something, I, I definitely will pick this up at some point, I think. Yeah. I think it's worth it. And especially like, you know, since both Lauren and I are doing it, we're getting yeah. twice the value out of it. So, yeah. And just cool to see Nintendo. Nintendo's always doing different weird stuff, you know, so it's cool to see them kind of sticking with that. Like we fit. Yeah. Kind of concept for so long. So, but uh, DJ, I know uh, when you got back from the cruise, you've been playing some uh, future grind. Oh, yeah. We'll just transition to that from nothing. But uh <laughs> But yeah, this is a game that uh, I kind of like it has like a semi generic sounding name or at least you, I I feel like I, I at least had it mixed up with a different game in my head when I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that game. And then when I looked it up or you showed me a clip and I was like, oh, wait, I've never seen this game before ever. So uh, why don't you talk a little bit sure. about that? I mean, as the name suggests, it's it's a game just about grinding on rails. You've got like they call you know your vehicle a bike it's really more like a pod that has like typically has two wheels that are you know uh jutting out of different yeah i was just gonna say it has like a little bit of a unicycle unicycle where the yes yeah it's just wheels jutting out at 80 degrees on top and bottom yeah but uh, it's called a bike Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh but the your your wheels will be uh, different colors and the rails in the level will be those same colors and so the rule is you need to uh, grind a rail with a wheel of the same color and this and is like side scrolling yeah it's like a right? 2.5d uh, yeah. game um and so like it's it gets pretty uh it's pretty complex not complex but there's a good amount of variety because you get different bikes that you know are set up differently like um you know the one of the last ones you get uh you have one of your wheels is black and it's not allowed to touch anything (laughs) and the other one uh will change its color every time you leave a rail so you always have to be alternating the colors uh so like you have to think about 
going through the level a lot differently than previously where it's just like oh if i see like you know purple and then another purple is just like okay just keep how i am but uh, can you choose the bike per every level or are you like only have a few that you can choose per level i think each level has its own bike okay uh, prescribed to it or whatever. yes um and the way the levels work like there's 30 ish levels in the entire game and it's you know f- they'll give you uh the level and you know at first you're just trying to get through it and establish like a high score the high score doesn't really matter it's not like it prevents you from moving on um but uh once you do that you'll go through that same level or that same level with very minor adjustments with an extra like goal in mind like nail this trick at some point during no so you're doing tricks and and racking up scores I, I and mean, stuff too the only so the only tricks really are like front flips back flips and the different types of grinds you can do like you can do a normal grind where it's just you're on top of a rail uh you can do a grind where your top wheel is grinding against the bottom of a rail the undergrind i saw that score pop up you can also do a hang grind where uh your top wheel is on the top of a rail but like your pod is hanging beneath it that's a hang grind um and there will be you know certain goals that are like do a hang grind for certain amount of meters or something like that so uh, and is gravity always going to I like because you can do the undergrind like what is keeping you like, so you always uh, so you have like a double jump but like while you're doing an undergrind as long as you're holding the jump button down you still oh nice yeah it's it's basically whenever you make contact with a rail you regain your jump so I guess since you're constantly keeping contact with the rail gotcha you can constantly oh that's cool because yeah I, I was wondering how like you weren't falling right. when you were doing the undergrind yeah and how are you controlling like do you do you have control over the rotation of the wheels or is that that's all momentum really, and gravity based um so the you you have control that's really all you have control over um and and there is momentum there is a bike that there is no momentum for like it's it's just is where you put it but like it gives you a triple jump uh, okay <laughs> um but yeah it's i'd say like you don't have to worry too much about like doing too many like flips or whatever that's really only if you're like score chasing yeah um you know there are some parts later where it's like you know in in order to get past this challenge you do need to go at a certain pace um but it's never anything to like it, it's easy to kind of intuit what they want you to do i guess um, like the path that you should be taking yeah, essentially yeah but like i just i just like the variety that all the levels offer like you know some other things like there can be these uh discs you pick up in a level where it switches the colors of all the rails so you quickly have to adjust um and and like some of these things you can avoid like you can kind of take multiple like 
routes in yeah, a level it looked like you could like jump over a rail and like skip it and take the high yeah. road or something yeah. yeah but like sometimes you know when you're redoing like a level with added goals it'll be like hit every disc like these like rail changing discs in a level so like you do like at first you can go at the level at your own pace but you do like have to do eventually have to get the hang of yeah yeah n- nimbly going through at these like higher difficulty challenges um, yeah there i feel like you know this is like i like i, I don't want to like i feel like the way you're describing it like if it kind of plays like an auto runner sort of yeah you know you're you're constantly moving forward right you don't have much yeah, control over like, that like the the momentum aspect does have a slight impact like on a your variation speed, yeah but for the most part like it's a pretty you know constant ish speed because i feel like you know that i feel like that's kind of a genre that gets a, a bad rap because they just kind of kind of blew up on like phone mobile games and stuff but like we've played a lot of pretty cool like even you know miles and kilo wasn't technically an auto runner but i was holding down right for the entire time and and the run button and like race the sun from in a different perspective but like i don't know you just i i for a very long time at least would definitely hear the phrase oh it's an auto runner and just write that game off and like i've played a lot of auto runners lately that are really fun so i i I feel like the term auto runner like makes it seem like there's no skill involved it's a little dismissive yeah yeah because i guess aren't some of those like mario maker levels are those called auto those are like yeah those are but i i feel like those are different in terms of they're a little different those they're are like, like don't self-solving. Rush a but but they get but are they under the same label though like are those referred to as auto runners yes but i, I think the context of it makes it mean something different. yeah i think so for sure too. yeah yeah but yeah like i don't know because back when i played a lot of auto runners was i, I don't know i think like cannibalt yeah that came out and like so like i i got used to them as being like kind of score chasing ones that like were endless also like i i didn't really have play a lot of auto runners that were like had level levels yeah. yeah play i played jetpack on facebook <laughs> i used to play that too yeah that's a great auto runner yeah jetpack joyride is that what it was called i think so yep yeah that was fun that was fun but yeah there's a lot of good ones you know i i just yeah there's something about that auto the word auto makes you think like oh no skill but like that atomic run gun jump gun that i was playing a a couple months back like that game was impossible i never came close (laughs) to beating that game so what's really cool is like you know the like final levels of the game um you do you have to go through like a series uh you have to go through a level like that kind of randomizes itself and you have to complete it with like all the different bikes so like you can't straight up memorize it and you have to like adapt to all the different types of bikes and it's not in a set order either you could be like at any time you're you're starting with this bike and you need to okay so it's almost like a boss rush in in a way yeah but like without you know that you know strict memorization like yeah. you do really have to get get good <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool yeah, i i you know i'd say i really committed to this game over the course of like two or three days and just it was it was a blast and i was so pumped to like 
find it on sale for like a buck 50 it's just like this is this is great yeah but it's not a super expensive game normally right like 10 bucks or something yeah, within, maybe 15 within, within 10 bucks i think yeah. yeah so definitely worth checking out according to dj so oh, yeah cool well uh i'm gonna keep continuing to carry that retro torch for randall uh for one more week here and uh I think we, you know, we haven't talked a ton about Kirby games on the podcast, and I've been kind of after uh, playing Good. Super Metroid. <laughs> I've got mixed feelings on Kirby, but uh, Kirby's Adventure was one of my first games on the NES, and that was one of my favorite games. Like, just so bright and colorful, and and looking back now, like on the NES, like that game was a powerhouse. Oh yeah, um, just beautiful, and it was one of the later release games. But anyways, uh, I've been not dipping into that. I've actually been going back onto the Super Nintendo again. Uh, and after playing Super Metroid, uh, I, which I did own the cartridge of, unfortunately, I never owned any of the I, Randy uh, Randall and I have mentioned that we're both pretty big uh, video game collectors and definitely had a, a phase of like where I was like, I got to have every Super all the good Super Nintendo games, you know, so I have a pretty fleshed out collection. But for whatever reason, but, but partially because of price tags and and partially because of just never getting around to it, I guess. But I never got Kirby Superstar or uh, uh, Kirby's Dreamland 3. Um, and both of those are available on the switch, uh, super Nintendo online service. So I figured why not give uh, Kirby superstar a try when we were talking about some of, uh, I can't remember what, how Kirby came up when we were recently talking, maybe we were just talking about this game, but like, I just remember John mentioning he wasn't a huge fan of Kirby superstar and we were talking about other Kirby games. And I was just like, yeah, I never played this one. I actually did buy it on DS. They had that remake yeah. uh, Kirby superstar ultra. Oh, I think yeah, I, I got that on um, DS as well, but I barely played it. But, uh, but essentially it's like, it's a, it's a very weird game. Like yeah. there's like, pss, I think eight different like almost. games and yeah. like, yeah, there's like two of them are like, just like little mini, like they're like regular Kirby levels, but like just really micro, like they're just kind of like a handful of like, longer levels but like the adventure itself is very short like you know like kirby's adventure for example was like i don't know six or seven worlds with you know six or seven levels each this is like five levels that are a little bit longer than those levels but then like the game is over milky way wishes is that the i haven't i actually the milky way wishes is the last one that i haven't unlocked gourmet race is like sort of more like a mini game where you're just like racing king ddd like first one called i I actually don't remember what they're called but like the first one is just a remake of the original dreamland which was the game boy game i did not know that but that kind of makes sense like other than I think in the original game, you didn't have a copy ability. Correct. But in this, they they have that in all of these modes, I guess. Yeah. So, but yeah, the, the first mode is, that. and that, that's kind of why it is like a very short it's game. It's very short. Because the original, like, Kirby game is a very short game. Yeah, it's but, apparently five levels. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there were like five levels on yeah. the world map. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I I am a, I'm a Kirby fan, and I know that I'll, like Kirby Superstar has is a almost universally beloved entry in the series and i can probably say it's my least favorite kirby game of like the entire series i i can definitely see that like i i there's definitely something like i I can feel the feeling of like you know i'm just firing this up on my switch like i said like if i would have shelled out like 75 bucks for a cartridge when i was in my collecting modes and like fired this up like 
I, I think I'd probably be having more of the reaction of like, really, this is the game that everyone's like so hyped on. Like this is this is the rare Kirby game that I can't get my hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but it is. I mean, it's the Kirby games are always just super charming, bright and colorful. I do like I don't know if this was the first one. I, I don't know. if Did Dreamland 3 come out first or, or this? I, I don't really know. I think Superstar came out first. I think Dreamland 3 was one of the last games for it, the Super Nintendo. It's a beautiful game. Yeah. yeah. And I, um, I love, I know that Randall and I disagree on this. And I think I, I think, might too, but I, I'll have to play more because I've, I've only played a smidge, but. And like, yeah, but like Dreamland 3 is uh, also kind of a, uh, like Kirby 64 Crystal Shards is kind of also a remake of uh, Kirby th- Dreamland 3. Mm-hmm. Like they have similar stories and similar bosses, but like different presentation and different challenges and the, like the levels are different. Yeah. But uh, and I like the copy abilities are are way different too. like Dreamland three has like the helpers that, you know, drastically change your uh, copy abilities. And like, yeah, more than just the, the helper, because like in, in Superstar, you can actually like once you swallow an enemy, you can actually like you can play co-op, but mm-hmm. you can also like just have like you can expel that enemy and have it just be a helper. But it's just like that same enemy is just kind of following you around. But like in Dreamland three, you like actually like ride on like these little animal helpers. And yeah, I think you can even combine like two power ups together to make like a new power up or you something. Or is that combine, just because of the animal? Yeah, you can b- combine a power up with one of the helpers. Gotcha. And gotcha. Like, and that was also introduced in like Kirby's Dreamland two, which was also on the uh, Game, Game Boy. Boy. Um, and that is a very like powerful, like, like running the Game Boy to its limits. Like yeah. Adventure was that game definitely like took Kirby to where it sort of where it is now, more of the concepts of what we're looking at. But but I guess with with Kirby Superstar again, like there's like this gourmet race where you're like it's more like a mini game where you're like these side. It's again, it's just like a side scrolling Kirby level, but a really compressed and you're just like sprinting and racing King DDD. Um, and trying to collect, I don't know what, some kind of food, food I guess. Yeah. Um, and then there's like another, uh, which is the one I'm playing right now. It's, I think it's called the great cave offensive, which is kind of like a, it's actually laid out. It's a, this is probably the hardest of the things I've played so far. Probably the hardest Kirby game I've played, at least in the traditional series. Like it's, I'm finding this part to be kind of challenging. It's actually kind of like not a Metroidvania cause you don't need like abilities to unlock new areas, but it is just like one giant world where you're trying to find i think they it said there's like 60 treasures mm-hmm. uh within this world and you're just kind of exploring and going around and there's save points uh there's no map at least that i've found so that's kind of frustrating um but that's just been kind of fun again if if you like kirby games like i do um and then again like after you beat some of these like it unlocked like there's like that meta knight um yeah. game essentially again it's like a, a handful of levels and then you just kind of like you're like raiding Meta Knight ship. And there's some really cool like there was one boss battle where you're like fighting like all these like little pop up screens pop up and you're like actually fighting like a JRPG battle. And it's like it'll say like the you can't attack the enemy when it's like inside the pop up. And then it'll when it's your turn or their turn, they'll pop out and try to attack you. And then that's your turn to try to like attack them. So it's like it's loaded with charm. But I, I do think it's definitely, uh, you know, Kirby's always been a franchise that's like. They've just made all these like spinoffs and Kirby Pinball and Kirby Tilt and Tumble and Kirby Canvas Curse. And some of these games are great. Some of them are not so much. But like, I feel like this game is almost like they had a bunch of those ideas and we're just like, I guess let's just cram it all and do a Kirby game. And that's for me, I'm enjoying it because I like Kirby games and I like the charm. But it, it definitely is like a, a lesser Kirby game, I would say. 
I'm more more on John's side on this, I would say, um, but still having a really good time with it. And I do like uh, like I think this is one of the first games I, I didn't get to that thought when we started getting sidetracked with Dreamland three. But you get like more all of the enemies, like in, in at least in Kirby's Adventure, which is the one I'm the most familiar with. Like when you get the beam, you capture that ability like you just have one move you can do with that attack yeah. like this. You get like. There's like all different kinds Like you can hold your attack and charge it and do a different attack or like every ability. You can pause the menu and it'll tell you like all these. It's almost like a not as elaborate as like a fighting game like Street Fighter. But I mean, you have like five or six different moves with each ability that are like, well, you're running with the fighter. Yeah, you do a quarter circle forward. Yeah. And like while you're running or while you're midair or while you're dashing or like the, uh, it's it's pretty cool. There's the abilities are definitely way more fleshed out. So there's like some fun in that in the game. But that's kind of the main enjoyment I'm getting out of this one is just the experimenting with new abilities and and the fact that I'm just not familiar, but not not one of the best Kirby titles. But speaking of Kirby titles that are not the best, come on, um, I think we can go right to uh, DJ. And I know, John, I've, I've actually not put any time into this one, but you've been playing some Super Kirby Clash. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yes. I've been uh, trying to revisit some of my Switch games that I haven't beaten because, you know time i'm always compelled to com- complete, complete a game yeah, yeah. and Even. this is free to play on nintendo switch or at least if you have the, the it's also free to service. play on the 3ds which oh, is where really? i really okay cool okay. and i beat it 100 <laughs> percent, 98 oh um well farther than me um <laughs> but yeah this is just a a, a boss fight yep <laughs> kirby game um up to four players. I was going to say, it's built to be like multiplayer online, right? Uh, yes, though, like, you know, there's plenty of you can do local co-op or just have computers fill in, which is I think what I I'm beat doing. it with AI. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm So doing. it's always multiplayer, like whether you, you always yeah. have a team of four. Yeah. Gotcha. OK. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like it just. I. I feel. Like it's just man- trying to manipulate me oh, to yeah. buy. It's a hundred percent just a free to play. Which is like, like they offered it for free, so like I can't really complain if they're asking for money for it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just like it, it was. It was a weird experience when I got it like years ago, and like you know, it's like oh cool, like there's a free Kirby game, and then it was like yeah, this is kind of fun to do it like i would almost always play as a beam kirby because that you could charge up an attack that would freeze time yep and then like switch that would... between them the, the hammer kirby just because that does the most damage yeah <laughs> and like you know it was it was fun to have like a little bit of light rpg elements of like oh yeah i'm doing this and i'm getting stronger and i'm like you know unlocking more things but like there was always that little itch of like yeah but they're like you know there's I'm playing this for like once a day because there's like a cool down on the timers and like uh like how many levels you can do or so it's yeah. it's that kind of free to play. It's yeah, not just yeah. like, oh, you can pay five bucks to get a green Kirby. It's like, yeah, it's not just like skins and stuff because I'm, I'm cool with free to play like. Hey, I'm playing Apex Legends all the time and I really like this game and I want to throw him a few bones, so I'm going to I'm going to buy a character skin and give him 10 bucks or something. Whereas like I don't like the manipulative, especially when like you know a bunch of kids are playing these a cute yeah. Kirby game and like, "Oh my, hey mom, hey dad, can I get 
can I play, you know, just, I, I don't yeah. like the manipulative yeah. aspect of it at all. Yeah. So it's like you, you have a certain amount of vigor and, uh, Kirby gets tired. Well, uh, <laughs> unless each, you give him some cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so each quest you go on, like costs a certain amount of your vigor, like even like regardless of whether you beat it or not. Um, and so if you, you know, run out, you get to a point where you can't play any more quests uh, until like you could uh, spend the arguably the most important resource in the game, gem apples, to like restore your vigor or like it will over time, like over long periods of time, it'll, you know, come back. Or if you're lucky, like at the moment you level up, it automatically fills back up. Gotcha. Um, so I guess like a strategy is to play in such a way where you'll maximize the amount of experience you're getting. So you have a better chance of leveling up and being able to continue. But um, yeah, gem apples are a, a great way to be able to keep playing without uh, having to wait or worry about that. Um, like there aren't many ways to get gem apples mm-hmm. um, without you know, dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Like every 12 hours you can harvest them from this tree in the, the home, the hub world. Um, and you can complete quests or you can complete goals in each quest that will earn you apples. Um, but like you need apples to restore your vigor. You need apples to unlock quests to begin with. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah. You need apples to purchase better gear, which is a, there's there's unique gear. more important, arguably, than leveling up. Is that the only currency in the game? Are these apples? There are other. They're like you know, like crafting. They're they're materials. fragments. Yeah, like fire fragments or light fragments, but. You can't buy something with just those. You need apples also. Like apples are used and required for everything. Okay. So that, yeah. Yeah. So, and and that's the only thing you can like buy with real money is the 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 apples. apples. And are are the boss battles fun? Cause I'll say like, well, I'm, well, I've been playing Kirby superstar. They are not fun. Like, I I mean, DJ and I are doing the same mind-washing, equivocating. Like, I I beat King DDD with just, like, a basic beam attack, and I literally just, final boss, I think I I posted it on our Twitter, I think, like, literally just stood there in the wrestling ring with him and just spam the beam attack, and is a final boss of the game, and he's dead. We didn't even do (laughs) one attack. So just just crazy to me. Like so so I mean are they are they more challenging than a typical Kirby boss battle or they're many so the first couple ones are mini bosses from the more recent entries. And then the further along you get, they actually are the final bosses for a lot of the like uh return to dreamland era. Um, like starting with the Wii and then the 3DS titles. So there's, I, f- I forget, like Landia, I think is like the last one. And that was like the boss from, oh God, I can't even keep them all straight. I know there's so <laughs> many Kirby games and I've played them all. I've played most too. Yeah. But and they're most pretty good. Yeah. They're mostly I, I, pretty I think good. They're, yeah. I think they're decent boss battles, but like the way that you fight them in this game is 
really different than the way that you fight them in the actual games themselves because you're not copying like abilities and you're not like you know shooting back like projectiles that you typically would in a kirby game like you just have your equipment which is like either a beam a hammer a sword or a like the alchemist which is yeah um i forget what actual ability i think it might be doctor yeah yeah like yeah Hmm. but it it feels a lot just like charge up your attack as much as you can before you think the boss will hit you because then it stops your charge and you would have to start over and charge as much as you can hit it and yeah the strategy is much yeah yeah, lower than it is but yeah it's 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 fine fine. yeah (laughs) yeah so so nothing you need to run out and download on your switch right away and unless you're itching yeah, for don't something spend to play. money on it like yeah. play it every 12 hours like wait for your vigor to recharge or spend your money on a better kirby game yeah there's tons of good uh good kirby games out there and there's like three free kirby games on the super nintendo online service so yep. check those out and is kirby's adventure on the nes yes online okay yeah there's some great kirby games also free you know if you have the online nintendo service but uh we got one more game uh to talk about tonight which was another game that at least i got via free online service uh or i guess i pay for my playstation plus subscription but uh got a got a game from honestly one of my favorite uh, game developers uh capybara or cappy studios mm-hmm. and i guess i say that kind of with a grain of salt because i haven't played a ton of their games but played a ton of one of their uh previous puzzle games critter crunch uh was actually previously ranked uh number one in the world with uh our buddy steve previously Um, we might still be i don't i haven't checked i just haven't checked in so long i don't know on the playstation 3 but uh they also made a a version of uh i was like might and magic clash of heroes it was like they they took something of the in that might and magic series and also made like this turn-based puzzle game that was just it was like a match three battle puzzle game that was it's hard to explain and i'm not going to go into it right now but it's a it's a really fun game but this game is uh super time force ultra that i've been playing which is a little bit older it's not their most recent game or anything but uh they uh i don't know most of their stuff has been like their most recent game grindstone came out on apple arcade oh, I didn't know that so was that they're, they've definitely kind of leaned a little more towards puzzle stuff in in most cases they've definitely ventured outside of that but uh super time force ultra could not be further from that i mean this is a pretty intense action game um and it's like really over the top zany characters like a little bit much for me like it's going for like a little bit of like a without being so insane but like it's going a little bit for like a rick and morty vibe i think this may have even come out before that but like even you're the main like guy like mad scientist guy but you get you essentially have i think i've got five characters unlocked at this point maybe only four i can't remember how many are in the game but uh you have these four characters and like you start each level like it's it's almost laid out like it's a like you're picking a level once you get through the tutorial and stuff you're like picking a level as if you're like in a Mega Man game you know you can pick from any of like I think six or seven levels and then you go in and and play that level and you're like on a timer I think it starts at like a minute and a half or 60 seconds it's like and you're picking up some clocks that that increase your timer as time goes on uh in the level but then when you either and you get you start each level with I think 30 lives uh there's some set amount maybe it's different in, in different levels I don't know but uh every time you die 
you can then rewind time and then as far back as you would like to go to all the way to the beginning. And it also rewinds the clock, everything in regards to the game. But then when you restart the timer, everything that you did with that character before they died still happens. So you kind of see like like a a ghost ghost. uh, up to, I guess, by the end, like when you get to the end of these levels, there's can be up to 30 if you're on your last life. 30 past lives playing over i mean you probably probably not 30 because you're probably not making it to the end of the level on your first life but you theoretically could yeah because if you you know were to die on your first life rewind and then go along with that ghost on your second life you can take actions to save like your character like if there was a projectile coming you could stop that projectile that killed your first person then that ghost would live and keep going and they actually not only that but they actually like will once they once you've like rescued them like where they would have died they'll kind of stay there and you can rescue them and they actually will like attach to your character so like all the four characters have different abilities and whatnot different types of guns different weapons and whatnot um so you will then when you do like your charge attack you will actually like do it like if you've like saved your like sniper character and you're playing as like you're kind of more like tank character like if you do your charge attack it'll it'll do both of those characters charge attacks simultaneously well, that's cool so th- i mean this game gets so chaotic yeah so fat like it, i don't even have a clue what's going on sometimes but it it, it you you see you, you feel in control it's not like so chaotic that it's but it is hard as hell like i am i'm getting my ass kicked i beat two levels but I am just like, I, I don't know. It's awesome. But it has like and it has that like, you know, kind of like Katana Zero or a lot of these games do that. where like after you beat the level, there's like a replay. So it will like do like a fluid replay that will just be stay snapped to whatever character like gets you through the the playthrough without any deaths, you know, like whenever you would switch. And you can also trigger that. It doesn't have to be when you die, by the way. You can just hit the circle button uh, and trigger that time like you know, you want to create a clone or whatever and go back in time and and whatever. So it doesn't have to be when the character dies. Worth noting, though, you're limited by how many times you're allowed to do that. That's that's tied to your lives. So every time you those 30 lives you start the level with, that's like, again, I don't know if that's every level, but the two that I played, you start with 30. And like every time you reset, even if you don't die, that yeah, that counts as a death essentially. But you can re-recruit that character. But yeah, I mean, I was getting down to some of these boss battles. Like one of them, I was like, you know, it's kind of, it seemed like it was some kind of futuristic setting there. It's all in different times. You know, it's like you're traveling in time and whatnot. And uh, it's just like it kind of had like a Blade Runner kind of feel to it. And there's just like these helicopters and planes coming in and smashing into this car. And you had to like so you had to like essentially like not only like there's this helicopter that you're trying to shoot while you're on these platforms that these like hover cars are slamming into. And you have to like you essentially have to like line up all your different characters to be like taking out the cars on the side while you so that you can then rewind time so then those cars are not an issue so that you can just focus on shooting the helicopter and i mean i was it's just like getting down to like the fraction of the second because then you you have to keep rewinding because then you're able to like the more characters you have alive during that boss battle the more damage you're able to do to that boss in that five seconds like every time you rewind if you're going five seconds back you're doing that damage that you already did plus whatever you're able to do the next time. Right. Um, so I, it, it just gets so frantic and so frenetic 
and and I just I'm really loving this game. I I'd, it's sweet. You should see it to the end. Yeah, it's it's one that I have to be in the right mood for because it's like you like it again. We're just talking about how intense it is. Like I can't just be like oh, I kind of feel like relaxing and playing some games. Like I got to be in the right frame of mind. But um, which I unfortunately haven't been since that uh, night that I played a few levels. But um, definitely like when I'm in the the mood for some fast paced platforming action, like run and gun yeah i mean action i i I want it that was my experience too like the first night i played it like i felt a little overwhelmed and had to come back to it at a later time but knowing what i was getting into like that second time it was just like okay this is sweet yeah and i really like at least the, the characters i've unlocked so far have like a pretty decent variety of like you have one character that's like kind of more shield based one character that's like long range sniper you know rifle based one that's kind of like tank ish base like i said and then i forget what the other one is but they're they're varied enough and i think there are some more i know actually in the sony on on the playstation version you can actually like unlock the sony president or something like that it's there's some somebody related to like playstation you can unlock which is super weird but uh also kind of cool that they put that in the game so um I i don't have too much more to add about that other than this is like a game that again came out a few years ago and that probably four or five years ago and it just seems to have been forgotten and and again cappy doing something that they don't always do so they've been getting a bunch of love for grindstone uh in the past like year you know since ever since that came out which i still need to play um but happy to give some love to uh one of their previous titles so pumped you know Games like that just get me pumped to have that PS Plus subscription. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And I think you can otherwise, I think this game is available on most platforms. I don't think it's available on Switch or anything yet, but I think you can get it on like Steam or Xbox or PlayStation. So definitely worth checking out. And uh, yeah, I think we can leave it there unless you had something to add or anybody had anything to add this week. No, no, shouldn't have asked. I know. I just, John had that look in his eye like he was leaning in to say something. Twinkle in his eyes. Just a little twinkle. Nice. (laughs) Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, yeah, we can leave it there. And uh, hopefully next week we'll be back in full force uh, to talk some more video games. But until then, uh, you can find us on the internet at pursuingpixels.com. We're on Twitter, Instagram. Email us at uh, pursuingpixels at gmail.com. Or uh, just wait until next week and we'll uh, talk to you then. Take care. See ya. Bye. We can take a break for a minute. We don't have to go right into Let's it. Let's play Titanfall. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what's this one? What are we doing? Uh, we got Ring Fit, Future Grind, mm. Kirby Superstar slash Super Kirby Clash, and then Super Time Force. Kirby Superstar. DJ said he. <laughs> that is what you know. <laughs> <laughs>